Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Orchid Blooms podcast. Welcome back, bloomers. My name is Orchid Brown. I'm the creator and host of Orchid Blooms podcast. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Orchid Eye Brown. This podcast episode is dedicated to friendship breakups. We've all been there. I have been let go by people in my life and I have let go of people in my life who I considered friends at the time. I have never regretted letting go of someone ever. I have had friends that let me go and come back begging, which confused me because their points were valid. I was not the friend for them. I don't like to look back, so I had to reject the offer. And trust me, after I rejected the offer, it was a lot of drama after that. Not that it wasn't a lot of drama prior to that or during the friendship, but it, it was a lot of drama after I said, no, thank you. I wish you the best of luck. Goodbye. A lot of people just can't take the rejection that they give to others. So they come with a lot of drama after, you know, you turn them down. I was hoping this person would respect my wishes as I did theirs. But unfortunately, they were not back for the friendship. I don't believe their reasons for letting me go in the first place was for themselves, but it was to impress other people. Once the other people got wind of what she did, they distanced themselves till they slowly cut her off. So she came back looking for a loyal friend, but what she didn't know was that all those friends, the other girls that she did it to impress, came to me and told me everything. Keep in mind, they had to find me since I don't have their contact and they shouldn't really have mine since I never gave it to them. They both told me everything because they said I was a good friend and she said some pretty nasty things. I wasn't surprised because a few months before an elder shared with me what she was told by her big mouth mom, who then went and told some of the elders. They did not appreciate it and did not believe it because they actually got to know me and knew who I was as a person. So the elder felt that she needed to tell me what her this girl's mother was saying and asked that I forgive her for lying, but keep that door closed when she returns. That's a friendship that no one should ever go back to. And if an elder is telling you that, it means that they've lived a life, they have a particular wisdom, and that you should heed what they have to say. So when she did come back after hearing what her friends had told me, the ones that she ditched me for, and then this elder is telling me based on what she heard from her mom, I decided to listen. And so I rejected that offer. I did not receive any purpose from being in this friendship with this female. And because of that, I couldn't really justify going back to something that did not serve me in any way. Friendship breakups can happen for many reasons, such as life changes, growing apart or growing up, lying, negativity, unreliability, rivalry, toxicity, jealousy, values, selfishness, change in expectations, conflicts or arguments, neglect, energy draining, betrayal. Those are some of the things that 
a lot of people experience and have had to let go of friendships just so they can survive, just for their mental health. I am sure there are more that could be added to that list, but usually those are the main causes of friendship breakups. And plus, if I added any more, the podcast episode might end up being way too long and we're not trying to do that today. A lot of people see friendship and relationships as different, but on an emotional level, you can get attached. When you spend a lot of time with an individual, you can care for them, love them, and you can want the best for them. And I've been there. I've had that friend where I wanted the world for them, but they just did not feel that they deserved it themselves. Just as you would in an intimate relationship, you know, want the best for them, care for them, and love them. Some people see their husbands, partners, boyfriends slash girlfriends as friends, especially while they're in a relationship together. They behave like a, a partner, like a friend uh, to each other, care about each other's feelings, and also protect their heart if they care. <laughs> when they break up and part ways, it hurts. It really does hurt. It, it hurts just as much as if you were in an intimate relationship with somebody else. Even if you're not having sex with your friend, you still have formed that attachment. And that attachment is going to be, or it could be very difficult to separate from. Making the decision to break up and separate, not take a break, but I mean permanently part ways over life changes. Life changes could include moving away, maintaining an intimate relationship. Maybe they don't get along, so you had to choose, you know? And a lot of people have been in that situation where you're in a relationship with a guy and your friend doesn't like him and she dogs on him and talks a lot of shit about him. And so, you know, you have to choose the boyfriend or your friend. Life changes really depend on the person. So some of those examples that I mentioned might not be relevant to you, but in certain situations, a lot of people have had to make the decision to part ways for life changes. You've now found someone that you love and care for and you're intimate with, and you might want to spend the rest of your life with them. And for some reason, your friend sees something that you don't, and you don't want to hear the negativity all the time. You don't want to hear the constant bashing. So you had to choose. And so you chose what made you happy. When it comes to growing apart and growing up, people change. They find new friends, like-minded people, new school, new job, living on your own that can change a lot of things i know that when i moved out and lived on my own some of the people that were still living at home with their family it wasn't the same you know they spent a lot more money they didn't have to pay rent and pay bills they didn't have to budget they they weren't thinking about savings so due to that you know we were not in the same place there was clearly a shift in life uh, for me and not for them and so the lifestyle that they wanted to live, I could not maintain it. I had to choose who was going to survive here, me or them, because they're going to be fine. They live at home with their parents. I don't. So I had to make a decision for me. When it comes to growing up, it's about the level of maturity. Sometimes you're, you just outgrow people. The level of growth game is just not there. Nothing motivates them to grow as a person. That shit gets old. I mean, I have met a guy 
who married a girl that was his friend and he married her when he was you know 18 years old and even now that they're in their 50s she really hasn't changed it seems to me that she just kind of froze at the age of 18 like once she got married there was no growth on her part she was just the same person he married a long ago so she thought the same her emotion level was the same her maturity level was the same and so when you're in a relationship with somebody friendship or intimate when you start to notice that you are growing as a person but you can't because your significant other or friend or partner beside you is not growing it tends to 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 be daunting you tend to feel that you can't move forward like you can't grow like there's no growth in the relationship and a lot of people aren't necessarily interested in being in the same place emotionally with somebody for too long and i've had those friends where they just don't seem to grow up you're in your 30s now and you're still behaving like you're still in high school that's a turn off friends or intimate on the category of lying a lot of liars don't realize that they aren't good liars they always believe that they're the best liars and that everyone should believe them without evidence especially when it comes to lying to people that know you or care about you they can tell you are lying and trust me i've had so many friends who flat out lie so many times and i let them get away with it because they needed me to believe the lie but at the end of the day after some time you know i had to kind of call them out and then i started listing everything and i said all you do is lie why what's the purpose as a friend you may just be going along with it to avoid confrontation there are other friends that believe everything you say wholeheartedly and when they find out you've been lying all this time they feel hurt heartbroken and devastated because you didn't bat an eye when you lied they finally see how you feel about them the person that lied might have thought what's the big deal but some people are sensitive they will never look at you the same way again that friendship is forever changed sounds like a relationship doesn't it i feel negativity is one of the biggest reasons why friends part ways when they make you feel bad about your life who you are as a person drag you down and they have nothing positive to say about you always wants to focus on what you are doing wrong no one wants to experience that every time they see you they dread it they are not happy to see you they don't get excited when they hear that you know you're coming by or you guys are going out to dinner they have a fake smile when they think about it and you know it's just it's just you just don't bring that positivity into their lives they're just not interested in in being around you with all that negativity constantly reminding them of everything that they're doing wrong if you find you are doing it all the time it's time to get your own life find a hobby and if the friend keeps talking about their fuck ups take a break no one wants to have constant misery especially hearing about constant misery and a lot of people don't realize that they just think that oh this is my friend i can continue to just burden them with my bullshit and my 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 broken life basically and so i constantly every single time i see them have nothing positive to say nothing is going right in my life everything is just 
so bad. You complain about everything. You complain about the drive. You complain about the music. You complain about the city, but you're not doing anything about it. It's just not attractive. And nobody wants to be around constant negativity when there's zero positivity. Yes, you might smile at them and you know you might do nice things here and there, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they're completely just over your constant negativity even if just that little glimpse of positivity come out when you want to keep them roped in in this category it goes both ways because negativity is one person constantly being negative and reminding you and telling you about their negative life and then there's the other side that allows it to continue and doesn't know when to just say stop i can't this is not good for my mental health I, I need to take a break. So take that break. And in, the, in this situation, you can take a break and reevaluate the friendship. On reliability, we have had those friends who are never there. You text, they don't respond. You call, they don't return your calls. And when they do, it's maybe weeks later that they might return a text message to a phone call. They always have their excuses ready when you are going through something rough. They make it about themselves. Oh, I should have been here sooner. I was dealing with a lot. I've been a bad friend. When they need that attention while you're going through something, that kind of says a lot. Or why they need you to make them feel better while you're going through a lot. I don't know. The best part is that once they have made an appearance, they disappear again. You can't get a hold of them again. They might as well not be there at all. Rivalry. Some friendships are based on competition. Competition isn't a bad thing, but it becomes personal. There is no love there. You motivate each other, keep each other going until you both want the exact same thing. Then it becomes cutthroat. There is no more friendship until one of you wins. It's great in, in some ways, but eventually it gets old and you wonder if this is a healthy relationship and if you can go on like this or your rivalry is just frenemies and you both know it that you don't really like each other, but you're gonna keep your enemies close and continue to watch and do what they do or do it better. And that's not a real friendship. It's just, it's just unhealthy. Now we're going into toxicity. Oh my God, I have experienced that. Signs of a toxic friendship includes your friend doesn't care about you or show any interest in your life. They often lie manipulate and or try to control you they don't support you or show up for you they're unreliable you feel neglected or judged by them so basically every single thing i just mentioned prior to uh getting to this topic of toxicity is considered toxic the last sign of a toxic relationship or friendship is you feel emotionally drained after you spend time with them and we have all been there. If this person makes you feel good, lifts your spirit and gives you energy, then you might consider giving the friendship another try. If it's all of those things, then I would consider cutting my losses. Some people are more patient than I am and have a lot more tolerance, but if that is a friendship that you are looking for, then you found the right person. But once you grow up, and you will, 
you will have to make a decision if that is the type of person that you want to keep in your life. Nobody wants to be friends with a narcissist. Let's move on to values. You have to end a friendship because your values don't align. Some people end friendships over religion or level of belief in religion. In my case, I've had to walk away from a friend who would sleep with anyone that would give her attention. But before we get into that, when it comes to religion, I'm friends with a lot of people from different religions. I have never based my friendship with people based on their level of beliefs or what religion they are associated with or the god that they pray because the person itself is who i value as a person and not who they worship but in certain situation a lot of people do tend to want to be around people who believe in the same things. Unfortunately, I do find that within every religious community that there are some who play like they believe what you believe and they can say the scriptures and they can tell you the the whole stories in the Bible or whatever they worship. But at the end of the day, they don't actually live it. So you can still be in a a friendship with someone who is from your religion. And that person does the most in the community, is well known within, you know, religious organizations and still behave as if their level of belief is just not there. So yeah, at that point, you have to let them go. But you know, sometimes some religions are a cult. So good luck trying to let them go without some repercussions, right? As I was saying, in my case, I had to walk away from a friend who would sleep with anyone that would give her attention. She even justified rape after being raped years before. That man is on the run. So why does this one get boyfriend status? Because that's what happened to her. That's what he did to her. And she knows that's what he did, but for some apparent reason, he apologized and she jumped into a relationship with him. So I didn't understand why in in the other case that happened years prior to her, you know, that person had to upend and uplift his life and run away somewhere off in Canada, hiding from the police, changed his name, and she allowed this person to kind of get away with it or not even kind of he did he got away with it i realized i couldn't do it anymore watching her fuck her way through everyone i did not value that lifestyle and it wasn't me meeting all these random guys and watching them ditch her i wouldn't i couldn't do it she seems like she was having fun then she wasn't then there was the gossiping about her that i've had to hear and defend plus lie to support her decisions to pass herself around to anyone and i mean anyone she wasn't even picky so in that case it was against my value system because i'm the type of person that wants to take the time to get to know someone and one night stands go right ahead but in this situation it's like every night it's a different dude or every week it's a different dude and i i mean i hear these stories all the time i think my little brother was even saying that you know he was talking to a girl and you know they were dating and he basically found out from her that she had like three different guys every single week she worked in the government and she just fucked around 
And he wasn't necessarily interested in that kind of lifestyle. And he definitely wasn't necessarily interested in a girl with that lifestyle. So when he told her, you know, I'm, you know, do what you got to do. This is your life. I'm just not, I don't want to be one of those guys for you. She got upset. She was like, oh, are you judging me? How dare you? I can do whatever I want. This is female empowerment. I'm going to fuck everybody. And I'm going to be liberated. And he was like, okay, good for you. I still got to go. And she was upset. I mean, she cussed him out because I guess she's never had a guy say, oh, you're a hoe. Like you run around fucking everything that comes along. And every week you do this on a regular basis. Oh, I'm so happy for you. You go live your life. And I'm going to just focus on mine, right? She she got upset. She took it way personally. And I was like, oh, wow, she really doesn't like rejection. So that's why she has multiple guys, you know, every single night. Um, I think I said three times a week, but I think I think he said five. And I couldn't believe it. But then at the same time, I'm looking at my friend who is that notorious herself and realize that if I continue to behave like I am okay with this, it's it's not going to be good for my mental health because I'm already starting to just be a bit upset. I, I'm finding myself just looking at her in such a weird way. And she's like, oh, let's go out clubbing. And we go out clubbing. And she's there in the corner with no underwear and a short, short skirt or a short, short dress doing the most. Can't even dance, but doing the most trying to get dick and it guess what it's free she didn't have to go that far all she needed to say is i'm down and they would have just taken her to the back and handled it you know what i'm saying so i just watching all of this it just was not me it wasn't a part of my value system i didn't really want to be surrounded by people like that because again your reputation is judged by who you're friends with now, if your friend is the type of person that passes herself around to anyone because she just loves dick, then what are people going to think of you? Thankfully, the people that did come to me to bring these gossips and talk to me about it, they genuinely knew that I was not this person. They also knew that I was a very good friend. And because I was a very good friend, they had to talk to me about it and they had to kind of let me know, like, listen, this is her lifestyle orchid. This is what people are saying. You really need to not associate with that. And of course, I'm being a loyal friend by defending her and lying for her. And here I am struggling with it myself. But I can't really make it known that I am struggling with this and that I don't like it. So I had to go along with it until finally one day it was just enough. And it's a very long story. I guess at the time I was very patient. And this is kind of the reason why I'm not patient nowadays is because she contributed to that. After everything that I've done for this girl, defended her, carried her, you know, drive her, pick her up, try to get her through her emotional baggage, try to speak some sense into her head when she was justifying this, her boyfriend, her now boyfriend who raped her. I mean, this is the type of girl that would, when, you know, a few drinks in her and she turns into a vegetable. So in my mind, I was like, what dude is going to climb on top of a vegetable and take advantage of her? Like she, she, she's saying no, but she can't move because she is drunk. So why, why would you do that? 
And so in my mind, I'm like, if a dude is going to fuck a vegetable that is saying no and she can't move, I I just don't, I don't, I don't have any respect for him. And the fact that you're making excuses for this situation, I, I just, I don't have respect for you. So in that situation, that wasn't even the last straw, really. The last straw was when she was talking mad shit about me because I guess she just had enough of me telling her, you really need to get your shit together because this isn't it. If you want a better lifestyle, if you want to be in a committed situation, which she kept saying, I, I you're going to have to stop fucking everything that walks by you. <laughs> like literally walks by her and look at her, boom, her skirt's down. You know what I mean? Or skirt up, I don't know, pants down. Um, so, you know, she kind of got tired of that because she just wanted to be free to just t- lie there and take anything uh, with anyone. So she just, she said, you know, I just looked at her and I found out that she was talking a, a lot of shit because these same people were coming to me to tell me, oh, Orchid, she's not talking mad shit about you. And they would go into detail about what she said. And I could not believe it. And they were looking at me like, listen, I'm only telling you this because I know you're a loyal person. And I was there when you were telling people for years and defending people for years and saying don't call her a hoe she's not a hoe and blah 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 and now she's here saying all these bad things about you they were like listen you need to let this one go she is a lost cause there's nothing anyone can do for her nothing if she can't help herself let her go and after that i think it was her birthday i went to her birthday didn't bring her a gift just said happy birthday gave her a hug and once i left not even i was about to leave And she's like, oh, we're going to the club. And I think at the time she had this new friend and this new friend was a hoe too. A hoe, this, I think I mentioned her in a previous podcast episode. Um, She's the girl that likes to fuck dudes that like her in order to get rid of them. The pity fuck, (laughs) the pity fuck girl. Um, So she, she now, they became close friends because they're about that life. So they just kind of, any dude that's like, oh, I really like you and I want to get to know you. She's like, oh God, I don't like you, but let me just fuck you to get rid of you. So they kind of connected and they were all going out clubbing together. And I just looked at her and said, no, I said, you go have fun. And then I got into my car and I went home and I never, ever contacted her again. So I guess in that situation, there wasn't a talk because at this point I've been talking for years. So at this point, it was just, bye, that's it. No communication, no need to talk about it, no need to resolve the situation, just leave. And that's what I did. Now, what about those jealous friends? They are so jealous that they secretly don't like you. And you noticed. Jealous of what you have, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your job, your family, and so much more. The worst part about it is, is that you noticed, (laughs) yet you were hoping that they would grow out of it until they started talking shit about you. Jealousy make people do strange things. When you are at your lowest, they gloat and even laugh behind your back and sometimes to your face as a joke. You know those people that like to make jokes, but it's not funny? And it's not really a joke. Um, Jealousy doesn't look good on anyone. It's not pretty. So sometimes I just don't understand why people even bother doing it. Selfishness. Everyone can be selfish, but some people take it to a whole new level. If you are a kind person, you will allow it to go on for a long time. 
without any changes because you accept that person for who they are. But eventually you snap and decide to be selfish too. That doesn't go over well with selfish friends. There will be a lot of arguments until one of you leave the friendship. Again, sounds like a relationship, doesn't it? Which leads to a change in expectations. This is a person that you share your thoughts and deepest secrets with. But people come together and drift apart naturally. But most times expectations change and that is why a relationship has to change as well. Yes, you can go back and change the terms of the friendship if you want. Um, but in other cases, sometimes people get to know someone so well so they know that they will be unable to change the way that they do things. So you then have to decide if you are just going to stick it out under the current terms that you have with this person or just walk away. The signs that a friendship is over, you start talking with each other less. You have doubts that your friend cares about you. You don't have as much fun together. You don't act like yourself around them anymore. You have a gut feeling there's a shift in the friendship. Listen to your gut feeling. Expectations changed. I'm not a clingy person. I don't cry about little things because I am always busy, but I still make time for people I care about. So if that isn't being returned, my expectations aren't being met. And so I start giving the exact same energy, the exact same treatment. If they don't like it, they can leave because you treat people the way you want to be treated. Conflicts and arguments happen in every friendship and relationships since they are so similar. Some conflicts and arguments end in misunderstandings or the message or the messages are so clear that it was time to go. The friendship has reached its end. Maybe you both need a break or what was shared was so bad that you couldn't come back from that. So you had to let it go. Either way, conflicts and arguments are normal. If it's excessive, then it means that it's not working. Energy drainers, which is all a part of toxicity. Everyone has had an energy vampire. I mentioned this term in previous podcast episodes. They suck you dry. They need constant attention, always wants to talk about the problems or their problems and never want to do anything to change your situation. So they just come around to drain you. When they realize that you are they're losing you, basically, they start arguing, making it seem like you're the problem, saying things such as, your energy changed, you're not letting me in. My response in every one of those situations was that our friendship isn't based on me letting you in. Our friendship was based on what you can get from me. It's about you taking everything you can, sharing too much about yourself would be giving too much energy to you. So no, I'm not interested in constantly sitting here talking about my problems and letting you in on things that are upsetting me just so you can try to suck more energy out of me. Now you want me to go deeper and try to let you into my deepest, darkest areas, I have nothing left to give. So energy drainers, energy vampires, no thank you. I am just not available for such a unhealthy relationship. And last on my list, betrayal. I mentioned it before in one of the stories that I shared. I touched on a few stories or ways that someone could 
be seen as betrayal or betraying someone or betraying a friend. Everyone has boundaries. And most times a limit was crossed. It could be backstabbing, sleeping with your best friend, significant other. These friends tend to hurt you the most when they go too far and believe or feel that an apology would fix it. I'm sorry doesn't mean shit. It's just words. How can you regain that trust after any betrayal? Guilt is not love. And I mentioned that in the love and guilt episode. So they weren't thinking about you when they betrayed you. Depending on the level of betrayal, you could try to repair the friendship, but you'll always remember because betrayal goes deep. Forgiveness does not mean you forget. And a lot of people are willing to forgive the person that has betrayed them because they're good people. But at the end of the day, they will never forget. The boundaries will be up. They will be looking for anything that could show that you are about to do something to them out of whatever reason. Maybe you weren't even thinking about it. You were just like, I'm just going to do it. The fact that this person came back and became my friend, it just means that I can continue to do it again. But a lot of people see that behavior and they're like, I never trusted you. So this time around, I'm not hurt that you betrayed me again. So you can go. And this time, don't come back because there's nothing here for you. There are three types of friendships that come into your life. Reason, season, and a lifetime. Reason, this is when a short live friendship or relationship brings you a benefit or help you with a realization it helps you with a significant difficulty you're facing at the time either intentionally or unintentionally and honestly i have met people like that before and i am so thankful for those people that did come into my life for a reason not mad that the friendship is over now because the person left such a good print in my life footprint in my life for such a short period of time that i don't regret it and i'm very thankful for these people that came into my life for a reason season this is when a friendship slash relationship accompanies you through a certain period of your life it lasts for some time and brings you joy and growth you might learn a lot from the friendship slash relationship but it's eventually ends and last but not least lifetime this is when a friendship lasts a lifetime very straightforward and some people are very lucky to have a friend for a lifetime and others still have not experienced it yet just like relationships friendships can affect your mental health it could boost your well-being or do the complete opposite. The saying is people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I advise that you put a lot of thought in how you are going to break up with a friend. One of the reasons why I say that is because with the first story that I told you about, the one where with the elder and the, you know, the mom that likes to talk a lot of shit and the friends who came to me and told me what she had said prior because again they weren't loyal she did all of that for girls that were not loyal to her and they were loyal to me for some reason and i didn't do anything to deserve it i only spoke to them twice other than that we had no interactions so 
how she decided to break up with me. I might have mentioned the story in previous podcast episodes, but I don't remember. Um, I might have though. What she did was she came over to my home and she hauled her kid. Yes, I did share this story. She, but I'll say it anyways. She hauled her kid out of bed. Still, you know, clearly his face wasn't washed. She wasn't clean. Mix match, mix, mix match socks. And she came over in the morning. At this point, you know, I woke up early, I cleaned my home, you know, I was making my bed, my home just was just positive. You know, when you just have this clean, serene place, that's what I had. And I was about to make myself some breakfast. And then she's like, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming over. I was like, okay. And all of a sudden she's at my door. (laughs) I was like, okay. So she came in looking like she needs to wash her clothes and her kid clearly needs to to have some breakfast and have some time and I felt bad for the kids so I gave him some chips because that's all I had and then I gave him some cranberry juice and then she's like oh we need to talk and I said all right well while your kid is sitting at the dining room table eating chips for breakfast because that's all I had I didn't have time to make breakfast before she showed up um, I could have just made the kids something to eat um, I said let's do it in my bedroom so we get into my bedroom and she starts saying well you know I just don't think this relationship or this friendship is working out and I said all right I understand and she says well I just I just don't think that I'm a good friend to you and you're a good friend to me and I said no problem what she didn't know was that pre like two months prior I had kind of prayed on on God showing up and getting rid of her because she's one of those people She's one of those people that, you know, if you try to boot her out, she'll never leave. So with those people, they need to come to that realization themselves. So that's exactly what happened. I was like, I was standing there like looking up at the sky going, thank God, God, you came through for me. Like the relief. So even though she was saying this, I was like, that's fine. I completely respect your decision. I have no fight, no confusion, just go. And um, she was like, yeah i just i know i feel bad for doing this right now i said listen it's okay thank you for telling me this you didn't have to come all the way over here and drag your kid who clearly needs a shower and some food but i still respect your decision and i really wish the best for you and she's like why do you keep saying that and i said what do you mean she's like you keep telling me that you you wish the best for me and you want me to to find happiness and i said yeah that's that's what friends do friends are supposed to wish the best for their friends and so she said yeah but why and then i could kind of see the guilt i could see that right then and there before anyone even said a word to me that she was clearly doing something behind my back she shouldn't be doing and that is why her guilt is being activated all of a sudden she's like i don't understand why you're such a good friend like why are you always there for me you're always trying to wish the best for me you're always trying to help me to see the error of my rays and and grow as a person and she's like i'm so sick of this and all of a sudden she starts crying and then she falls to the floor and she's bawling on my floor and she's rolling around and i'm like oh my god i just mopped my floor this morning and you come in here with your dirty clothes rolling around on my floor crying you didn't even fucking take a shower this morning and i know you didn't so i looked at her and i'm like oh my god how the fuck am i gonna get rid of her especially since she has a kid with her and i said listen it's okay someone can wish you the best on your way out like what do you want me to do fight with you say bad stuff she's like yeah that's what i want from you and i said sorry i don't have it for you i don't wish you the worst i don't want to tear you down i don't want to leave you with bad feelings for you to go forward in life and feel like shit like that's not my purpose in your life so i said listen you've made the decision i wish you the best of luck i hope you find what you're looking for in the future and that's about it so i had to walk over to her pull her off of my goddamn floor and this is why i said thought 
think before you break up with a person. I'll make sure that your thoughts and your emotions are aligned because you don't want to embarrass yourself trying to break up with somebody. It doesn't need to be that emotional. It doesn't need to be that messy. So I picked her up and I said, don't worry about it. And I escorted her out of my bedroom and I brought her to the living room. And at this point, her kid drank all the juice and ate all the chips, clearly was hungry. And I said, all right, well, let me, let's get your, your kid in his shoes. And you know, you go off and you go live your life. And she's like, okay. And she's standing there still confused. I guess she expected a fight. She expected me to beg for her. And I just don't do that kind of control and manipulation in any relationship if you come to me and you said it's this is not working for you and you want to part ways i'm not gonna fight you i will never try to force someone to be here with me when they don't want to be and if they don't want me in their lives i am not going to fight to be somewhere that isn't for me so i got her kid to put on his shoes after fighting with him a bit because he didn't want to leave because my place is clean and he likes the energy in my home and she's just standing there just watching me trying to get her kid out of my damn apartment with her so finally got the shoes on and i handed her kid to her while she stood there and she's like oh wow like you put his shoes on and i'm like yeah well you seem quite distracted so i opened the door and i said you go and you you go live your life okay i i just want everything to work out for you the way it should go find that good friend go find that good man go surround yourself with positive people do what you need to do and she was like all right and she slowly dragged her goddamn feet out of my apartment finally when she got through that threshold i just closed the door and locked it immediately (laughs) and made sure she leaves so this is why i said please put some thought into what you're going to say how you're going to express yourself when you're breaking up with someone that you consider a friend or you no longer want to be friends with because the worst thing you can do is embarrass yourself the way that she embarrassed herself and to this day i look back at that situation laughing because i was like oh my god that was so unnecessary you could have done this over the phone dragging your damn kid bawling and rolling around on my floor making like the bawling noise to and i'm like i can't get the fuck out so an additional part to that story is those two girls that she She did all of this to impress um, by letting me go as a friend. Thank you. I still say thank you. Um, They ended up parting ways as well. Um, First time I met them, I thought they were lesbians. But one of them was a super nice girl. Both of them were nice, but one of them was even more nicer. And she was in a very committed relationship with a man that really loved her and took very good care of her. And so it came to a point where the other friend, I guess, I don't want to say jealous because I'm not really friends with these girls. So I don't know the root cause of their friendship breakup completely, but I kind of know. And um, I don't know if it's jealousy. I can't I can't speak on that part. But I guess she kept talking shit about her man. And I mentioned this earlier in a podcast episode where I discussed Um, people parting ways over a significant other and in this situation that's kind of what happened but the other additional part to the story of that story or their story is that she the friend she's like a low-key lesbian but she keeps saying that she's not a lesbian 
And the other girl, I know she's not a lesbian. She could definitely go for bi, but most of the time that her and this friend would fool around together or make out or whatever in front of her significant other is usually when they're drinking a lot or there's a party and then the friend's like oh we should make out and she always uses that opportunity to ask to to make out with her in front of other people to make it seem like oh look i'm down to have fun and at first i thought maybe like that one party that i went to when she did that i thought maybe she was just doing it because she wanted to show off to the guys because she's trying to get a man or something but then i realized she's always holding her hands even when guys aren't around she's always you know acting like they're in a relationship relationship like they're intimate together and so the first time i met them i i really thought they were lesbians and they were together so when I asked the question, you know, she was the one that was the most offended by what I said. And the other girl was just shocked. Like, why would you say that? And I said, well, you guys just kind of seem like y'all are intimate more than just friends based on the way that you guys hold each other and hang off of each other. But keep in mind, one of the girl isn't doing that. She's trying to be supportive emotionally, but you can tell that she really isn't into that lifestyle she has a good man at home they live together in, in a house and he's do, he's taking very good care of her and she's very happy with him she loves her man to death so i guess after all of the shit talking that the friend kept doing she finally just got fed up and she was like listen i'm just not that into you like that okay so i don't think this friendship is working out i think you need to go and find what you're looking for and i hope you find your happiness so she ended up letting letting her go as well the other friend now, she was pissed. She was heartbroken. She was like, how could you choose him over me? I've been such a good friend to you. And I was like, when I did bump into her and she said this to me, I said, well, are you sure that your expectations was just a friendship? Or did you hope to change from a friendship to more than just a friendship? She's like, no, we're just friends. I'm not a lesbian. Stop accusing me of being a lesbian. And I was like, well, you're a little too clingy. You're way too attached emotionally. And you seem to treat her like you guys are in a relationship, like y'all are fucking. So if I'm bringing this up more than once, it's because your expectations in the relationship or this friendship is not ideal for your friend. And she's going to have to choose between the life that she wants or trying to play this game because you won't man up and just tell her that you want to be with her and you want to you're into her so that she can just let you down gently as possible that she had to hear her boyfriend say you know what's going on between you and this so-called friend why is this so-called friend behaving this way with you because this is the kind of behavior you see with people who are in a relationship are you fucking your friend behind my back and if not this is unacceptable you know what i mean so they clearly had that conversation and now hearing too many people wonder the exact same thing that i did kind of just threw up a, a big red flag for her and go oh my god i didn't realize that i was sending that message like you know i'm sleeping with my friend and also sleeping with my man and she's like no 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 like the goal is to settle down get married to this guy we're gonna have kids together and we're gonna spend our life together like this is not what i want for my life so she had to let that friendship go and she had no heart she, she wasn't even heard about it she was like you just gotta go because she made the choice that the life that she wants is is worth more to her than being friends with a girl who won't come out and just say, yo, I have feelings for you and I wanna be with you. So their friendship split apart as well. And when their friendship split apart, now all of a sudden that specific friend, the one rolling around my floor bawling, is now trying to swoop in to get close to the same girl who's rejecting that kind of 
behavior with other women. She's now trying to get a little too close and maybe take that spot as the girl that she'll make out with at house parties or go everywhere with or spend a lot of time together and go out to dinner and look like they're on dates and you know hold hands and all of that kind of stuff she's hoping to take that place and so when she realizes that this girl has this, the exact same intentions because she's seen it before she gave her the boot too because she had to choose the life she wants or these confused girls who are saying, no, I'm not a lesbian, but, you know, I might be bi. And, you know, I just want to be your friend. But really, they don't want to be your friend. They just want to fuck you. That's basically what these two girls wanted. And I'm really surprised that these two girls have not hooked up together. Because they're both crazy. But for some apparent reason, neither of them like each other. So I guess they only like girls that aren't really into them or their lifestyle. They like them nice and kind of let them get away with you know their behavior and the way that they they like to display themselves out in public you know being a little too fucking affectionate with a girl that isn't their girlfriend but more a friend you know so she kind of saw the flags and realized that this one needs to go too and that's how their little dynamic fell apart so during a friendship breakup Avoid discussing your feelings with the friend you want to break up with until they are clear in your own mind. That means your thoughts and your feelings. Keep it close to heart. Journal if you have to, to try to figure out what is the issue, what is the problem. I think I bumped into a, yeah, yeah, I didn't think. I bumped into a girl who, you know, we were having a, a discussion with um, her and her cousins and we were just, we were, we were at the brown table, basically. That's what we called it, the brown table. Because we, she, they were Latina and I was black. So we were having like brown people discussions, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the immigrants. Um, and we happened to be talking about friendship break, breakup and how she had this friend that she was friends with throughout COVID and they spent so much time together, you know, they'd hang out all the time and they'd smoke up and smoke weed and they just they just hang out and so she said out of nowhere she sent her this novel through text message because i guess she couldn't do it to her face and it was like full of so much shit like she didn't know how how to take it because the person was just all over the place and pointing out so many things she even started dropping things that weren't even true that even the girl was like what are you talking about that was a you you did that to yourself but because she was high at the time she might not have remembered it clearly so she started writing all of these things that just came up in her mind just out of nowhere and wrote it down in these drafts of text messages that went on forever i was like what are you talking about she's like i just got dumped by a girl and i was like a girl like you guys were fucking and she's like no no, no we were just friends we were just hanging out you know i was just there for her and i gave her advice and blah blah blah. and i was like what kind of messages did she send she just gave me the phone and i'm reading through it and i'm reading out loud because at this point i want to catch everything so as i'm reading it like every paragraph i was like oh my fucking god is this girl emo and I had to kind of ask her this question and she's like, well, she you know, she's been going through a lot during COVID and her mental health has really been affected and she's she's really not a positive person. And I said, well, I can tell she's even blaming you for shit. That's her own problem. So why is she saying that this is a you thing? No one makes you feel like shit but you. 
if for example y'all were going outside to smoke some weed instead of smoking it in your apartment and she said she was cold and you gave her a jacket knowing fully well that you guys aren't the same size and she took the jacket and still tried to put it on knowing that it wouldn't fit and then take it off and give it back to you and then accuse you of trying to tell her that she's fat by giving her your jacket. I said, this is too much, girl. So we all ended up just laughing our asses off at the brown table. And this is why people should avoid discussing their feelings with their friends and and not thinking about it thoroughly before opening their mouth and, and saying something during a breakup. And I mean, the breakup was deep. Like the messages was like low key. I was like, you sure y'all weren't fucking? And she's like, no, nothing of the sort. We've never kissed. We've never touched. We've just been friends. We sit on the couch. There's space between us. We talk, we watch movies, we smoke weed. Like that's it. And I said, for a while, I was like, damn, this is so emotional. Like emotional on, on a level that she really put the responsibility of her happiness and how she feels about herself onto you. Like, this is what girls would do when they're trying to break up with a guy. I mean, how many guys out there have literally gotten dumped by a girl and she decided to unload a whole heap of dog shit onto you and you have no idea how to respond to it because most of the stuff that she's bringing up has nothing to do with you. I mean, nothing. It's just her talking about her own insecurities and her own thoughts towards herself and projecting it on you and saying that you were the one that put it in their heads. Come on, how many of you have experienced that? Because this was too much. I, I, I thank God that I was born a girl because if I was a guy, I couldn't deal with it. I really couldn't deal with it. I had to put down the phone for like every paragraph in her five text message novel because every paragraph from from the sentence to the wording and the selection of wordings and the, and the feeling behind it, it was just so heavy. It was just so much burden. So I had to put it down just to breathe and try to process how I'm feeling just reading each sentence. I felt like I was being dumped. Halfway through, I would have just put the phone away. I wouldn't even bother, bother reading it because it was just too much, just too much for me. So I said, do you want this friend back? And she's like, honestly, I like her as a person and she was great to hang out with, but I mean, I'm not gonna fight her. She's like, I've already tried to text her um, to have this conversation without all of this bullshit and just kind of have her get to the root of the problem and specifically tell me what the issue is and keep in mind there's many arguments that you can have with people but if you're if you haven't processed your feelings and thoughts prior to that argument you're just going to start throwing shit out there that have nothing to do with why you're walking away from this person so if you take the time to truly process everything that you are going through process everything that you're feeling then you'll be able to pinpoint the real problems and then focus on that and that way the conversation won't be a whole mess where the person you just dumped as a friend is not spending weeks at a time trying to understand what the fuck did she mean by this you know what i mean or what the fuck did he mean by this no one has time for that trying to figure it out so she tried to have a conversation with her after a few days when she calmed down but she ghosted her so i said listen stop texting her she sent you a novel and it was a whole lot, a whole lot of fucking shit. So I was like, put it, put it away, let her go. Let her go find what she's looking for. And she's like, all right. I said, I know you want to be a good friend and you want to work this out, but let her go. She wants to go. She's five text messages, a novel, later, 
let her go. She was like, all right, I guess I'll have to let her go. And I gave her back the phone and I was like, ooh, I never want to see those messages again. It was deep, too deep. Some people just avoid that conversation and they gradually fade out. And a lot of people just prefer to just fade out. Just avoid it and act like it didn't happen and just never speak to that person again. I understand that completely, especially if you wanna avoid those types of messes that I mentioned you know, a few minutes ago in this podcast episode. I, I wouldn't wanna do any of that again. I wish people would just think, process their thoughts and their feelings before coming to me and talking to me about things that really have nothing to do with me. It's about you, just you. Some ask for a break, which means temporary. And if they are pussies, they will never come back. (laughs) I hate the term break. You don't understand how much I hate the term break. I don't do breaks. There's no such thing as break for me. If someone comes to me and asks for a break as a friendship or in a relationship, they'll never hear from me again. A break could mean a fresh perspective on the friendship, um, a moment to calm down if you're upset, an opportunity to miss your friend if you were spending too much time together, time to reevaluate the friendship. That's, that's the meaning behind a break. But like I said, some people take that break to see if they miss the friend or the relationship. And then when they realize they really don't miss it, you never hear from them again. <laughs> Usually, if I am taking my time to process um, by taking my space, process my feelings, process my thoughts, it's I'm not asking for a break to do that because once I say I need a break, it means it's over. That's just my thought process. So I try not to say it. So I take my break. I take that space to just process my thoughts and my feelings. And then when I have truly put everything in categories and selected what needs to be discussed and what doesn't, then I will approach the person and we have a conversation about it. The person, um, in this situation, I had done that recently where uh, a so-called friend decided to do something that is no one should ever do that to somebody else. And I was so angry about it that I needed weeks to calm the fuck down. That's how angry I was. And so I took that time to control my anger. I took that time to process my thoughts and my feelings. But by the time I I got to that level where I processed my thoughts and my feelings, the person, I guess, didn't like that they weren't hearing from me. So they decided to unfollow me on social media, which made me laugh my ass off because in my mind, anyone that does that, does that you're immature. If I unfollow you on Facebook or Instagram or any social media platform, I really want nothing to do with you. But for some people, they do it as a a means of manipulating and control so once i saw that because i already knew this person was a narcissist they were already showing me signs that they were they had narcissistic behavior and because of that i was like okay i really need to take the time to process and decide how i'm going to go about putting up boundaries and distancing myself from this person because i don't like the way this is going so i accepted the message that they were sending by unfollowing me on social media and give that friendship no thought whatsoever after that. I've already given it a few weeks trying to control my anger and calm myself down. And then at the same time, I had to also process through my thoughts and my feelings and trying to figure out what I wanted to convey if we were to have a conversation about it and make sure that it's not you know, something that's personal to me but more about the situation itself that I did not appreciate. Because I don't like games, 
I just left it alone. This person will never hear from me again, even though this bitch still has my shit. If you value the friendship, you would give the person time to process and then have the conversation, not try to force a situation by behaving immature. At this point, the girl is 35 years old, and if this is how she's behaving, I don't mind losing her. Just be mature about it. Doesn't Behaving like this or following me on social media, it doesn't make me miss the person. It really doesn't make me miss the person. It just adds to my justification that you do not belong in my life. So I guess the games that this person was playing as a part of their manipulation and control over me didn't work. It just did the complete opposite. And if this person was a real friend, this is not how they would have approached it if they really wanted to work on this relationship with me. Sometime down the road for certain people or after years have passed, that friend could change and grow. It is perfectly okay to try again. If it looks promising, make sure you are healed and ready to start fresh. Keep on top of your mental health. At the end of the day, you have to look at all aspects of your life and how your life is being affected by this friendship being in it. So that concludes the topic on friendship breakups. I know it was pretty loaded and I tried to cover as many situations as I possibly could in the list that I provided uh, based on my own perspective and based on my own experience. So I hope that this podcast episode was both entertaining and educational for you and maybe you have connected to a few things that I have mentioned where you have had to break up with someone in the past that's a friend or that friend has turned around and broke up with you and how that made you feel so I just want to say thank you for supporting the Orchid Blooms podcast visit our website at taonetwork.ca and our social media pages on Facebook at The Ambitious Obsession Network, Instagram at The Ambitious Net, and Twitter at The Ambitious Ops. And don't forget to follow all of them if you can. My personal Instagram page is at Orchid I Brown, and that also includes my TikTok handle. Don't forget to click the follow or subscribe and share your favorite episode with your family and your friends. I hope you have a splendid day.